Hi, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Ruth. And this is from the From Our Couch podcast, where we talk about the world of entertainment from our couch. And tonight, we are talking about Traitors episodes five and six. Look at that. I got the episodes right. We did get the episodes right. It is amazing. And this is our last double episode podcast that we have to do because we're going to be all caught up because C or episode seven has not come out yet. Correct. So then we're going to be all caught up with our traders and we'll be able to just do one episode at a time, yeah. which will be nice because it is hard to remember every single thing that happens during every single episode that we want to talk about. Oh, 100%. Because, you know, we want, well, let's be honest, we have to watch a lot of stuff. The guys like are always wanting us to watch more things to t- and talk about. So we, we have, have to- lives. No, I don't think they think we do. We do, though. I know. Well, right now, I don't have a life because it's tax season, so yeah, all I do is taxes. So That's fair. Yeah, and try to watch as many television shows and movies that I can to keep up. Otherwise, I'm just going to be, like, not available <laughs> until April. Right. So. But I don't think I will ever miss an episode of Traders because it is good. Mm-hmm. We love some Traders. So where we left off... Last episode, episode four. Is that Phaedra's pissed? Oh, yeah. Phaedra's very angry. And if anybody knows, if anybody watched The Real Housewives of Atlanta, she's not somebody that I would normally cross. No. she She's an attorney. She is a funeral director. She's a mom. She And she also, I think, owns a spa now because I actually had a, I actually somehow got into a Married to Medicine episode Recently, and she was doing some spa stuff, too. Hmm. And I only watched, like, five minutes of it. And I was like, oh, that's Phaedra. Who knew? And I kind of moved on. So, anyway. So, she obviously does a lot. But she is mad because she feels that Parvati threw her under the bus um, and basically called her out and put the heat on her at the round table. Correct. Because she said it's got to be the housewife, one of the housewives. And Parvati is so silly. Well, I didn't call you out by name. I mean, she's not lying. She's not lying, but yeah, it's pretty. Well, who is going to be Tamra? I mean, honestly, I can see how Phaedra's upset, but at the same time, she hasn't really tried to save them either. When people are all coming for them, that's really true. She really hasn't done much, but so. she's definitely not to be played with. Yeah, she's not going to have it. So they decide that. Well, okay, you didn't like us throwing out Ek and Sue. Which was, which was a basic, we didn't have another choice kind of thing. Right. So we'll let you do, we'll let you do this murder. So mm-hmm. how do you feel about that? So they start talking and they are thinking that it should be a murder that's going to cause some chaos. Mm-hmm. Because they're feeling like it's very possible that people might be on to something. So they really want to throw out a chaotic murder here right so what it's brought up is well should we get rid of sandra well i would have been pissed well yes absolutely (laughs) but i'm also thinking that parvati is thinking oh heck no that's gonna really put the heat on me yeah because her and sandra are not best friends right so i'm sure that that would definitely start pointing some fingers to her and they're like well would you be willing to take out a housewife so she decides to pull the trigger and takes out Tamara. Yep. No big loss there. No. Everyone's just really confused as to why Tamara. I mean, again, someone that really hasn't ever done anything. So. 
It's no. just not making sense. But Tamara takes it really hard. She actually cries. She does. And I'm like, that's kind of nice. I mean, I, I she is she is a good housewife. I enjoy her on the housewife. She's on um, OC, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, but she she cries. She was just having fun. She was. She was having fun, and she's kind of sad to see it come to an end. And I thought that was pretty cool. I, I thought that was fun that Tamara was upset. So not that it was fun that she was upset, but fun that yes. it meant that much to her. To be on this show, it's a different type of show than what she does, and I and I thought she got to see a little bit of Scotland. She said, "So mm. now we know that it is filmed in Scotland, which I yes. wasn't so sure that it actually was. I wasn't sure where of this. You know, what I mean, it, it's very possible. It didn't look like the U.S. to me. Like, no, this it, it didn't. Like the US. But I didn't know that they would fly all those people to Scotland. Yeah, you know. I mean, come on. Yeah, they have money. <laughs> That's true. They do have a lot of money. So." Of course, we go to breakfast, mm-hmm. and it's Tamra. And again, they're like, "Why Tamra? She didn't do anything, right? You know? Whatever." So, and, and there's not much that happens at breakfast, really. No, it's not that exciting. It's not. It's just you know, blah blah blah. So we're gonna get to the mission. This is my favorite mission so far. This is the funnest. I wanted. Mission. I wanted to play. It was so good. <laughs> it was such a fun mission. Like. They're they're going to pair up, and they are they have to. Well, there's, there's three pairs. There's three pairs. Yeah, we have to have three pairs. So people outside. are going to play outside and inside, mm-hmm. and the people outside have to pair up, and they have a chance to win a shield. And they have a chance to win the shield. There's no shield on the inside, right? No shield at so all. So this ca- this ruffles some feathers. No pun intended. It ruffles <laughs> oh some feathers. <laughs> That's a very good way to put it. Yes. Because this is all about bird calls. Yes. So this is, yeah. So, and you know what? Alan is impeccably dressed, right? Mm -hmm. We know this man is impeccably dressed. In every scene he is in, he's chef's kiss on fashion. You know what I'm saying? So I am not sure where they got the outfits that they are putting the outside contestants in. I have no idea. But Janelle looks like ridiculous. Yeah. She looks like she just came off of the the um the Gordon's fisherman fish box, except for it's in red. She's in red, but she looks ridiculous. Yeah. They all kind of look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, this is crazy. But Janelle, of course, wants to play outside. Yes. Sandra doesn't want to play outside, but she's mad because there isn't a shield inside for people yeah. that don't like to run like her and Phaedra. Yeah, Sandra's just like, I ain't going to run, girl, so have at it. Right. Dan says, well, I want a shield, but I'll give it up to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So Kevin's going to go outside, and he's going to go. Is he going to go with Sheree? Is that who he takes? No. No. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he yeah, does no, he take, does take Sheree. Sheree. So Sheree wants a shield. Yes, it is. So yeah, it is Kevin and Sheree. So and then it's Janelle and Peter. Janelle and Peter, and then and Bergie Trishel and, and Bergie. Yeah, yeah. And Bergie and Trishel. So and I, two out of three of these pairs, I think are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Sheree are a great pair because neither one of them is incredibly um, bright. Tra- yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's. <laughs> I was trying to be diplomatic about it and not say that they don't have a lot going on upstairs. Yeah. But neither one of them are in this game. No. Not even a little bit close. No, I, I kind of forget Sheree's there half the time. So 100%. The only reason I don't forget about Kevin is just because he never stops talking. So. And talks about dumb stuff. Yeah. Yeah. As Janelle puts it, you know, there, there's two 
there's two, there's three factions here. You have the Bravo people. You have the gamers. And then there's Kevin. And then there's the faithfuls. <laughs> and then she was like, oh, and then there's Kevin. He's a faithful, but he's a dumb faithful. <laughs> yeah. So he doesn't actually really even fit in the faithfuls. Yeah. So I thought was funny is that she has kind of put them into different factions. So, but this bird call mission, they have a map. Mm-hmm. And one of the bird calls has a shield. Yep. And they have to go and run around the grounds. They have their walkie talkies. And then they have to call back to the house, to the castle. And I didn't quite understand how this was going to go at first. But it, it was became... not clicking in my head until I saw it happen. And you know, the funny thing is, I don't even think Alan knew that this is how they were going to go about it. Because <laughs> so he funny. looked real confused when they started doing it. It was so hilarious. Because I just thought what was going to happen is, is they were going to get to this place and there was going to be a microphone or some like something that was going to like with the bird call on it mm-hmm. and they were going to like put the the walkie-talkie up to that and then the people back at the house would have to figure out which bird statue in the house matched that yeah but that's not what happened no 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 like when they got to the places they had to use the bird call and then it played sound and then they had to mock the bird mock call. the bird call into their walkie-talkies Yes. Which was so funny. And again, what I did not expect is for everyone to continuously mock the bird call as they (laughs) run through the house. Which again was pretty funny. And Alan is like, I did not think I would ever have, you know, and even John says something to him. And he's like, I never thought I would hear a member of parliament say that to me ever. (laughs) Yeah. It was it was so funny because they're running around the house. They've got these bird statues and they're playing the bird statues. CT's acting like a dummy. Yeah. And CT is so funny. He's like, at one point they call back and he's like, okay, you know, and he, they get the bird call. Everybody runs away. And CT is like, yeah, this is WKRP. Like, you know, like some, some, <laughs> yeah, some, some radio station. Stupid. So funny. But Bergie and Trichelle end up in the garden mm-hmm. in the, the um, walled garden yeah where the shield is for the for that bird now if they don't if the people at the house don't get the bird that they're doing they don't get the shield right so they have to win the bird call to get the shields right which they do so mm-hmm. now bergie and trichelle have the shield but nobody else knows this nobody else knows this which is amazing now at this point Kevin and Sheree are lost somewhere. I'm assuming they got on a plane yeah, and went someplace God. else. Because they are looking for the shield so desperately. And it doesn't even look like they're on the course anymore. I'm really surprised they didn't end up back at the castle. <laughs> Dude, I am shocked they even got a bird call. I Me mean, too. Because they were like, should we go here? No, I think it's this way. Are we reading the map right side up? I was just like, oh my goodness. It was horrendous. These guys are so bad. Yeah. They, they really, like I said, it, they're... They're just terrible. Yes. So they did get one. Janelle and Peter got, I think, two. And I think Trishel and Bergie got two. I think so. So, yeah. So they put some money in the pot. Mm -hmm. And it was all good. And they all come back to the castle. And Peter's like, I have a plan. Because they all, all the outside people tell each other who has the shields. Right. And they're like, great. We're not telling anyone else. Right. Don't tell anyone who has the shield don't right. tell so we're not going to tell people that we have the shield this, right 
It's not what we're doing. And so they all come in and they say how, how much they made for the pot. And they're like, and the shield was one. The shield bird was one. And does anybody want to say who it is? Alan says, you know, and they're like, um, no, the faithfuls have decided that we are not going to give any information. Right. And he's like, oh, okay. Because Peter's plan is, is he's going to tell three people. That he thinks are traitors. That he thinks are traitors, that he and Janelle have the shields. Yes. And he proceeds to talk to Dan, Parvati. And CT. And CT. Because he thinks those are the traitors. Yes. So if nobody knows, if they go for them, then if they go for the person who has the shield, yeah, then it's very possible that they'll be thwarted. Right. And honestly, like in the beginning, I was like, this is a good idea. But then I started to think about it a little bit more. And the less it made sense to me because I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, he just told three game players. Right. And. I don't think it's very likely Alan's going to pick three game players as traders. I mean, two of the three people that he did sell are traders, to uh-huh. be fair. But I think he should have sa- said something to a Bravo member. Because there's no way Alan's picking three people from the same crowd coming in yeah. to be traders. Yeah, I think he, just in his head, those are the three people he suspected. Mm-hmm. So he was going to look to see what their reactions were to find out what happened. So, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. So, yeah. I definitely think he should have picked somebody from the Bravo team, though, for sure. Yes, I, I think so, too, but I don't know that he had enough information or he suspected them too much Yeah, that he didn't know who to tell. Like, if he had told the wrong person, that could have been bad. And maybe that's why. Yeah. Because maybe, and maybe he thought one of the housewives wasn't bright enough to be a fair trader. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, so he just chooses three. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there's a lot of speculation there of what's going to happen. And, but, so and now. Honestly, again, I'm sorry, I'm bringing this back up. No, it's okay. If Dan and Parvati were being smart, they would have spread this. Yes, they would have. Because. They would have spread it yeah. like wildfire. Yeah, because, yeah, he tell they like. They didn't say anything. And they should have. They should have because then they would have, it wouldn't have been like, then everybody would have been like, oh, well, I knew. Well, I knew. Yeah. You know, but they didn't. And so now if they go after Bergie, they're going to be caught. Yeah. It's 100%. But that's Peter's, Peter's plan is, is that he's going to put Bergie out there. Mm-hmm. He's going to put his head on the chopping block. And he's, because because not only are they, do they have the shield? But they're also being very like, you know, they're they're stepping up and they're naming names. Yeah, you know, as far as like, and Bergie is he's telling Bergie name names so that they will go for him. Right. So I think that was a, it. Was an interesting thought. The one the the best part about this, I think, is that Peter's a bachelor. Okay, from the Bachelor, like no one no one expected this. No. No one expected Peter to put that this together. I mean, Peter's history is, I mean, he is a pilot, but his other history is is that he's you know, he's just he's just a bachelor. Yeah. He's not had a game, he's not had to do anything like that. So, the fact that he puts this together is pretty ingenious, I think for him. I I just mm-hmm. didn't expect it. Yeah. And I guess maybe 
we should have, considering a pilot has to make these split second decisions, you know, but yeah, he, it was, it was a good plan. Yeah. That was I, solid. I like the plan. And I think at this point, Dan is starting to freak out as he should be. I mean, I don't want Dan to leave. Um, I'm a big brother person, so I'm on Dan and Janelle's team here, but yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. We're, we, we are definitely fans. Um, I think that as the show has gone on, I mean, this is our fifth episode here. There's the one-on-ones with Dan have started to not, I've started to like want him to get caught. And it's basically because he just seems to be like, he's so arrogant. I mean, you kind of have to be as a traitor. That's why I don't put it against him at all. You kind of have to be as a traitor or you're just not going to get anywhere. I guess. I just, it just seemed like he thought that he was just, he, he had a, I think that he felt like, or what, how he was talking was, is that he was going to play this like big brother and he was going to be okay because it, it's like big, and I think that's wrong. Yeah. I think his strategy was wrong. Yeah, I mean, it was. And I he learns that. Like, once he once he's out, I really think he has learned that at this point. And if he were to go back on the show, I think he would do a hell of a lot better. Probably. Yeah. I don't know that he will go back. But, so now we're going to the round table. Mm-hmm. I, I totally just, like, wow. You know, do you realize what I just did? Yeah, I know what you did. I just yeah. I just kind of glossed over it. Yep. I just glossed over it and didn't just say anything. It. Yeah. I'm tired. It's okay. I just yeah, she she just like outed uh, a spoiler spoiler alert, spoiler ladies and gentlemen. Alert, you, yeah. I mean, you'll find by the end of this episode, but spoiler alert. And if you didn't catch it, we'll talk about that later, but um yeah, so we're going to go to the round table. The you know, they've all talked. They've talked. Um Kevin in all of his wisdom is convinced Janelle is the problem. Yes. And I don't like this either. Um, I mean, I don't everyone, like Kevin. <laughs> everyone's saying Dan to begin with. I don't like that. And now Janelle's on the chopping block. I don't like that either. So this is just a horrendous round table for me. I'm not having a lot of fun with it. You know what? You know who else was not having a lot of fun with this round table? Janelle. <laughs> yeah, no, she, it was a rough one for her. It was. So, but before we even get into that, Kate, yeah, so as we, we, we all go to the round table. Yes. And Alan brings in an extra chair. Yes. And he sits it down. And in walks Kate. Yep. From below deck and from season one of The Traitors. Yes. And he does tell them that Kate can either be a faithful or a traitor. We know she's a faithful. Which she's very sad about that. Yes, she is. She really wanted to be a traitor. Yes, she She was did. a faithful last year. She yes. wanted to be a traitor. And last year, her and Rachel went at it like cats and dogs. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, so I kind of expected that her and Janelle were not going to, like, be super happy with each other. But Janelle's mm-hmm. a different person. But Kate seems to be, oh, hi, Janelle. You know, and Janelle is thrilled to see Kate. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's nice. This is going to be a, a good, this is going to be a good repertoire they have going. Uh, well, never mind. Yeah. But Kevin turns on Janelle yep. immediately. Um, I think Janelle's a traitor. She's been wrong so many times. It's got to be her. And that's a fair. That's fair. Um, he thinks honestly. she's leading them astray. Yeah, and that's totally fair. It's a fair assumption. So I can't blame him for saying that. Which Janelle can't either. She's like, you know, I totally understand what you're saying. I just know that I'm not a traitor. Right. I'm a faithful. So. And I I throw names out there because 
I, you know, that's just what I do. I'm loud, I'm brash, and everybody's gonna like me. Right. And that's what I'm gonna do. And then somebody, and then Kate says, well, Janelle, who do you think is a traitor? And she says, Dan. Dan. I think Dan's a traitor. And then she mentions two completely off the wall, which yeah. really made me I upset. was like, really? Oh Seriously? Where she could have saved that? herself if she did not say Sandra and CT. Because yeah. Sandra and CT and Dan have all worked with Janelle mm-hmm. throughout this entire time, okay? And, like, throwing Dan's name out there, CT and Sandra understood that at that point because she had a reason to throw his name out there. Mm-hmm. But Sandra and CT are like, why us? We've been working with you this whole freaking time. We haven't done anything wrong. I genuinely don't understand. And she completely loses their trust right then and there. Right. If she had just stayed with Dan and just stayed with Dan, that's it. Just stop talking. But that's Janelle's downfall. She talks too much. Yep. And so that's what happens is she puts it out there and Sandra's really angry. Yeah. Really, really angry. And I don't blame Sandra at this point. Um, At this point, like when Sandra and Janelle are going at it, I'm like, get her, get her, Sandra. Get her. It was so crazy. It was so crazy. (laughs) So, I mean, and those are basically the only two names that are brought up is Dan and Janelle. And Janelle's reasoning for Dan is that I have watched him on Big Brother and he's playing exactly like he did on Big Brother. Mm -hmm. And he's, you know, this is what he does. He plays possum until, you know, the end. And it was so funny because Dan turns to Kate and says to Kate, you don't know me. And then she says... Except for that you win. So obviously Kate does know about Dan. Yes. So he underestimated the fact that Kate was going to know anything about him. Yes. And honestly, I think Janelle could have gotten Dan out here if she just didn't throw her friends under the bus. Yeah. Which is exactly what she hundred percent. Like, as soon as she did that, I feel like the whole table was like, no. Yeah. No, she's got to go. She literally right. just threw her best friends under the bus. Right. She's got to go. not cool. The one part that did make me laugh a lot, though, is that when we first started the round table, Kevin's like, okay, I want everybody to hear me, but I don't want you to interrupt me. Oh, my God, I know. And he looks at Kate and he goes, because these people have a tendency to interrupt all the time. And Kate's like, okay, crazy. You know, you can yeah. tell. She's like, whatever. And then, so during this thing, he starts to talk again. And Kate does not know who he is. No, doesn't know his name. So he asks someone else, like, hey, who the hell is that? Yeah, she asks MJ, who is he? Kevin has a whole fit. Yeah, Kate, you're not listening to me. And she's like, well, yeah, I am. You you think Janelle's a traitor. I got it. Yeah. You know, and he's like, well, I'm talking to John. And she's like, okay. Yeah. You know, it was such a stupid thing that happened. I'm just like, Kevin, I don't know if you think you're all that and a bag of chips, but. No, he does. But. Trust me, Kate doesn't know who you are. No one in the house knew who you were when you walked in, okay? Right. You're, you're not all this. No. So I was just like, ugh, whatever, dude. And it was really annoying to me because I was just like, Kevin, go, you know? Yeah. But we get to the vote. And this is, this is the most we have seen in a vote of a little bit of a fire back. Yes, where Janelle and Sandra are going at each other. Yes. So Sandra votes for Janelle Mm -hmm. and says something. And Janelle says, spoken like a true traitor. Yes. And Sandra takes a sip of her water and and she's like, oh, are are you thirsty? And she's like, my mouth's dry. Yeah, like a traitor's would be. And then there was a lot of F you and F you back and forth. Yeah. And, And I was like, oh. 
My goodness. I, I was on Sandra's side on this one. I just thought this was crazy. I was like, we've never seen this before. But yeah, yeah so they had a little back and forth, which was pretty hilarious. Um, but Dan votes for Janelle. CT votes for Janelle. And those are the downfalls. She, you know, he's like, and Dan's speech was like, you know, you're either a traitor or a faithful that I can no longer trust. And at that point, I was like, Dan, it's Janelle, okay? Can you can you play act a little bit worse? I mean, it, it, to me, I was just so fake about that. I would have rather see Janelle say than Dan at this point because I was just like, Dan, no, stop that. So anyway, Janelle goes. Yep. Yeah, Janelle's out. Janelle walks to the front and basically says, "Y'all are idiots. Y'all are I'm idiots. A faithful. I'm goodbye. A faithful. Yeah, goodbye. See ya." And the best part about this was everybody is like, oh, my goodness. Trishel's crying. Yep. And Sheree and all of her wisdom goes, oh, give me a break. You all knew it. I mean, you know, yeah. so she's like, stop your acting. You all. And I love that Sheree is mad. Sheree yeah. is so mad. And it's just so funny because, like, it's just, yeah, she knows that somebody on there is acting. Right. But, but Trishel's crying. She's mm-hmm. very upset. I mean, she walks out of that room and – She's like, that was my friend. Right. And it it was a sad moment for Trishel. And she's right. That was her friend. And, yeah, and yet again, they have ousted another faithful. Yep. But that won't always be the case because the numbers are dwindling and the fire is lit and the match or the gasoline line is headed right for Dan's foot. Yeah. It's, it's, getting, it's getting bad here. So, yep. So Janelle is gone. We head up to the what are you calling it? The turret, turret. talk. <laughs> yeah, um, we're heading up there, and we're trying to figure out what the heck we're gonna do. Um, right, because Peter and Bergie voted for Dan. Right, and um, Phaedra and um, Parvati are both well aware Dan needs to do something here. They don't know what he needs to do, but he needs to do something. And he's like, listen, I genuinely don't know who has the shields, but I feel like it's Peter. I feel like Peter's too dumb to make such a smart move and tell me it's anyone else. Tell me it's him when it's someone else. And Parvati's like, I don't know about that, dude, because he told me the same exact thing. And he thinks we're both traitors. So this seems really suspicious. But he decides he wants to be aggressive. Yep, he needs to get Bergie out right then and there. He said, listen, Bergie said my name. He said he's writing my name every day till I'm out, so I need to get him out. And they're like, all right. That, okay. He might as well have slathered himself with sardine oil and walked into the tiger cage. Because that's pretty much what he does here. Yep. Is he decides that he is going to vote for Bergie. And the best part of this was is that you knew this. Because you texted me like at one o'clock oh in the morning. Oh my gosh! Yes. Okay. So listen, like you guys have heard before, I usually watch these episodes on Discord with my girls from Jag's crew, the we Jaggernauts. Usually, the Jaggernauts. Yes. So we usually watch it on Discord with with each other, and like when the episode ended, we're all like, "What do you guys think he happened? Do you guys think he voted Bergie? What's what? What do you think?" Because originally. We didn't see it after episode five. Like episode five ended, we had we didn't see what officially happened, but it looked like Dan was voting Bergie. 
And so they're showing clips of episode six. And we're like, well, wait, they showed clips. And then someone's like, I think they showed the whole round table. They did. From episode six. And so we went back and um, we rewound round it. We rewound it right to that spot where they showed the whole round table in episode six. And Bergie's sitting there. And everyone else is there. Yes. And I, so when I went to watch six, I tear, or I finished up five, I rewound two to that point. And I looked at that too. And I said, yes, it's got to be that he voted for Bergie. And I think Roy said something about, well, it might be an old round table. And I said, no, because Kate's there and Janelle's not. Yep. So that tells me right away, because I looked and I looked at every single person that was sitting at that round table. Yeah, we did too. Yeah, and I could tell that it was not an old clip, that it was totally the round table from six. Yep. So, yeah, I, yeah, because I, I could not see Janelle and Kate was there. So, so that yep. told us right there, he voted for Bergie, made a huge mistake, and now he's going to have to try and come back from it. Right. So at breakfast, he thinks that Bergie's gone. Yes, he sure does. And this is a huge freaking problem. They all start coming in one by one as they do or in twos and threes as they do for dramatic effect. Obviously, Mm -hmm. they, you know, dribble in, dribble, dribble, dribble. And Peter walks in and he's like, okay, you know, his one on one. He's like, you know, we we set this trap and I really hope they fall for it. He wanted John to walk in at this point. That's what he wants. John needs to walk in. As soon as John walks in, I know we're good. Yep. And so the next person to walk in is Trishel. And John squeezes right in after her. And Peter is about to jump out of his chair and start screaming. Yes, but he's keeping (laughs) it quiet. He's keeping it together. He's not showing a whole lot of emotion, but he's just very excited because he knows that they've got them now. Yeah. So it's so funny. And so then there's another knock at the door. Now, Mm -hmm. again, in episode four, there was a knock at the door because... I can sue had been poisoned, but she right. was not dead yet. Right. So everybody's like, what, what's that, you know? Mm-hmm. So in walks Burgalicious. And he is all sorts of thrilled. He is so happy. <laughs> Honestly, I did not know that this happens, that when someone does have a shield and the traitors still try to kill them, that they still get a letter. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. But Bergie knew that that he had tried tried to to kill kill him. him. Yes, he received the letter. Yes, and I did not know that they still got a letter. That blew my mind because I figured they don't get a letter. No one knows what the hell happened. You know? But no, he got a letter. Yeah. So this was a great plan on the faithful's part. It really was Mm -hmm. to trap a traitor for sure. Yeah. So this was so good. And he walks in, and then they tell the plan. Yes. And I will tell you right now that they showed Dan and Parvati and um, CT's CT's face. CT, okay, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. But Dan, Phaedra, and Parvati are like, holy shit. Oh, (laughs) no. And Dan, Dan's mouth was, like, open. Yes. He was, he knew. He knew he'd been had at that very moment. He knew he was in trouble. There was no going back. He was burnt. For yeah. sure he was burned. So he t- they then they tell him. They tell him. And he's like, okay, I told three people that I had the shield, but Bergie actually had the shield. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, well, who'd you tell? Yeah. And CT's like, well, he told me. I didn't tell anybody. And then he's like, yeah, and I told Dan. I told Parvati. 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, huh, interesting. And they're both like, oh, we didn't tell anybody. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was a stupid thing to say. Yeah. Why didn't you say you told everybody? Yep. And then Phaedra's like, oh, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> like, you Phaedra. Yep. So, yeah, so they're pretty happy because they're like, yeah, they, and Bergie's like, yeah, they tried to kill me last night, but I mm-hmm. have the shield. Yeah. So they, you know, but Peter's very upfront and he says, I believe the three of you, the three of you were my suspects and you're the only three people I told. Yep. And so then they start talking and he doesn't think it's CT at this point, though. No, because he said CT had no reaction whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. when he saw CT's reaction, he's like, well, not CT. All right, got it. Yeah, right. CT's a faithful. Fine, perfect. So, but Dan and Parvati know that they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. There's just no doubt in their mind. They now have to convince Peter that they are faithfuls. Yes. So in the, <laughs> I don't know if this was a good move or a bad move. I they should have thought before they did this. It looks like they just kind of went in with no plan at all, both of them, because it was just horrendous for both of them. Yeah, I feel like for Dan especially, I felt like he dig he dug the hole a little bit deeper. Yeah, it it, it just made no sense. But yeah, they try to convince Peter that he's wrong, that they are faithful, and Peter's like, "I'm sorry, I'm still suspicious of you. You're I'm not I'm not changing my mind. I believe the two of you." are traitors. Straight up, the two of you are traitors. Yeah, which it is what it is. Right. But we got to move on to the mission. Yes. The mission is they have to carry the pieces of a catapult up Up a a hill. hill. Pieces of it. Yep. That are very heavy. Yes. And then have to put it together. Yes. And then fling a golden ball. Is it a ball? It's a ball. I couldn't remember if it was a pumpkin. I don't know why I thought it was a pumpkin. No, it's a ball. That makes no sense, actually. It doesn't make... Any no. sense. It is a ball. It is a ball. So, and CT is like, well, finally I'm useful. Yes. <laughs> He's like, this is what I'm here for. I carry heavy things. This yes. Is what he does. And I forget how many, how many shield crates are there? Is there three? Oh, yeah. I, there's a lot of shield crates. No, there has to be more than three because, because you had to put the shield at the end. There's these, there are these big shield crates that go along. Mm-hmm. The way you have to pick these, and they're big and they're, they're heavy. Yeah. And you have to carry all these things. And they do get a sled at one point that you carry all these things on. But there might have been like five or so. Yeah, I don't remember. Because the first three people to put, uh, was it I'm three? trying to remember how was many people shot the thing. I'm thinking it might have been five people that it shot it. It might have been five. It might, I'm thinking it so might have been There might have been a few more shield boxes than that. Yeah. But so you had to have a shield box, and you put the shield box on the hay bale. And then you had a chance to catapult a ball, and whoever got yeah, closest the, to the target, closest to the target, won a shield. Correct. And they're terrible at this. Horrendous. But they did complete the catapult challenge. They did complete the catapult challenge. So they get the money. Yes. All they had to do was like build the catapult and then shoot it. Shoot it. That's all they had to do. That's and, all they had to do. And that was John's favorite part. Oh yes. He got to pull the catapult. He got to that pull was up so the rope. Sweet. The like it just shows how much everyone loves John. Because <laughs> like without. Without even, like, a thought. Everyone's just like, well, it has to be John. Yeah. And John went up there and did it. Yeah, and so he's he's it. so he's so excited because this is basically, like, this is more like a trebuchet, honestly, instead mm-hmm. of a catapult. It's, it's really a trebuchet. So it was hilarious that he got to fling this ball, and it was fun. And he's like, that's the best part of this whole show. Yes. I'm like, good, you go, John. So, yes. So, yeah, so they get it up there. They throw. Then they do the shield. And I think Sheree wins. No. No? Trishel does not. Neither no. does Peter. 
I thought for sure it was Sheree. I think it's Sheree. I don't remember, so that makes me feel like it was Sheree. Yeah, because I thought... Only because I don't remember. I thought, who cares if Sheree got a shield? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. She got a shield. At least she wasn't on the inside. She got a shield this time. For some reason, I was feeling like it was... No, I, it wasn't Sandra. Someone No, it wasn't Sandra. It was Sheree. I think Sheree. it was Sheree, yeah. yeah. It was Sheree. So, yes. So, they have their shield. Sheree's got the shield. Nobody cares. Yep. But now we're going to go to the round table. Yes. We go back down the hill, <clears throat> get all ready to go, and we're going to go to the round table. And Bergie and Peter are very convinced that this is Dan. Yes. They're going to vote for Dan no matter what. They don't care if two of the traders laid in the middle of the table and said, it's me. They're voting yeah. for Dan. Yeah. That's all there is to it. <clears throat> so they go to the round table. So they go to the round table. And um, basically, first things first, call Dan out. That's that's the first thing that happens. Sorry, excuse me. And honestly, Dan has a plan for this. He knows he's screwed at the round table. Right. And he's like, I'm going to have to do something. And he's been telling people he's been watching everyone since day one, and he's looking for all these clues. And he throws out Phaedra's name. And honestly, probably the best move he could have done at this point. He knows he's backed into a corner. It's the only thing he could have done. Um, so he goes for Phaedra. Phaedra shoots everything down, of course. <coughs> Pardon me. Sorry. But yeah, yeah, but <clears throat> the problem is, is he gives a big brother speech. Yes. He thinks he's on big brother still. And he's not at all. He is on traitors. So he's not, um, not going to give everywhere with this part. Okay, sorry, I had to stop the recording just for a moment because I was having a coughing fit, which is really annoying. So Dan thinks that he is on Big Brother and he's giving these dramatic speech. And usually when Dan gives a dramatic speech like this, he gets to walk away and he doesn't have to hear everybody and he doesn't have to basically defend everything he just said. Well, he forgot something. He forgot that Phaedra Parks is an attorney. And she is used to standing up and defending herself or defending her client. And she rips him. She See, just... I didn't really... See, Mom saw it as this big dramatic thing. I don't really think Phaedra, like, came for his throat that hard. Like, I don't know if it's because she hyped it up so much before I watched it. Probably but so. I was I just watched it and I'm like, okay. Big yeah. whoop. She like, was just like, Dan, yeah, no. I, uh-uh. You're not going to turn it on me. You're the issue, you know, and I just loved it because he even says in the postmortem, he's like, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, I messed up there. I forgot that she was an attorney. <laughs> yeah. And she really like said, no, I yeah, you're you're obviously a traitor. And they all vote. Mm -hmm. And they all vote for Dan. They all vote for Dan. And, and who does Dan vote for? Phaedra. Phaed he vote. Oh, that's right. He turns it back and he says Phaedra. Yeah, he, does. he believes Phaedra is. Oh, that's right. I completely, yeah, I don't know why I didn't think that that was true, but yeah. So, and so Dan has to do the walk of shame up to the truth circle. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, I played Big Brother and then no one's ever written my name down. And I guess that's why, you know, I forgot I wasn't playing that. And I am a traitor. Yep. And the room goes wild. Yes. 
Do you remember at the end of this, someone said, you know, I wonder if Dan was throwing Phaedra's name out. I don't Because she's a that. traitor. Someone said that. Someone oh. said that. I don't know if it's a look into the next episode or what it is. I don't remember who said it. But someone said, you know, it was really weird for Dan to throw Phaedra's name out like that. And the only thing I could think of as to why he did is because she's a traitor, too. And he was yeah. trying to save himself. It's very possible. And if they think like that, it's possible they could get themselves a someone, housewife. Someone said that because they're all trying to figure out why the heck Phaedra. Out right. of all people, why would Dan say Phaedra? Right. And they're like, wait a minute. What would I do? Right. I'd say that I was traitor. caught. Right, exactly, hundred percent. Exactly. So I don't. I think Phaedra's days are Phaedra, numbered too. She might be. It might be interesting. Mm-hmm. So, but Bergie's Peter and Bergie are very happy. Yes. Peter's ecstatic yes. that he figured this plan out. He got a traitor. He's so happy, and it's just it all is well in Peter's world. But the ladies have to go to the turret. Yep. And they're trying to decide who they are going to murder. Mm-hmm. And there's a knock at the door. And it's Alan. And we know that a knock at the door is never good news. No. <laughs> so Alan has decided that they can either recruit or they can murder. And right at this point, as soon as I hear that, I'm like, well, they have to recruit P- Peter. And that's the end of it. Because he is coming for Parvati. And now people are going to start figuring out Phaedra. So yeah. you got to recruit Peter at this point. It's fantastic. It's a great idea. It's yep. perfect. Yep. Absolutely perfect. Because he's like they said, he is the leader of the faithfuls. Yeah. And 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 Parvati is so hilarious. She's like, yeah, I'd like to watch him murder his friends. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. And so it's it's really funny. Oh, so but they they show him getting the letter. And he is not thrilled. He is not thrilled. He's not happy at all. He's like, you know, there's really not much choice here because yeah. I either have to take this or they are going to murder me. Yeah. So I don't think he's going to have a choice. He's going to have to. He's going to have to turn. And he's ticked. And he's ticked because he was having this figured out. But maybe this will make it a little more interesting for him because if they don't catch him, he could walk away with the whole darn thing. He definitely could. Because we know Parvati's name is already out there. And they're and catching Phaedra, up with Phaedra. Yeah. If somebody knows about Phaedra, mm-hmm. Peter would be the perfect one to to carry it all. Yeah. So it's yeah. pretty. It's pretty I definitely, funny. I definitely see Phaedra's name coming out soon. I yeah, feel I like someone's gonna remember and be like, "Wait, why did Dan say you?" Yeah, and she's gonna have to defend that, and she's not gonna know what to say at that point. Even as an attorney, she's gonna be like, "Uh, yeah, I don't know awkward. how." Yeah, yeah, because Dan's whole point was they were weird, and he had the whole he had this whole dramatic speech. Let's yeah. be honest; it was this whole well, who who here has had their name written down? Who Who's had weird votes? Who's done this? You know, oh, well, mm-hmm. there's only one person that couldn't explain their vote, you know? And so yeah. it was this big dramatic thing. And I was like, Dan, you're doing too much. You're yeah. just doing too much. And I think that was a that was a downfall for him. But yeah, it was an interesting, interesting episode. I think the next one is even going to be more interesting. I think now we're like ramping it up. Yeah. It is sad to see Janelle and Dan both gone. Yeah, now, in two episodes. Now I am rooting for Sandra. Sandra's my girl, and I hope she keeps it up. But I don't know who I'm rooting for anymore. I honestly, there's a point where I really, you know, I wanted my favorites to win. You know what I mean? But now that they're playing this, 
I'm really liking the way Peter is playing. Yeah. And I'm really enjoying watching him play. And I like the strategy that he's coming up with. It'll be very interesting to see how he becomes a traitor. He's either going to be a really good one or a really bad one. That's for sure. He's not going to be mediocre. He's either going to be really good or really bad. Right. And see, that's the thing I have with Sandra. It's like I enjoy her as a big brother or as a survivor player. That's great. But she's really not been a standout player for me in in any of these episodes. Except for her fight with Janelle. I would say not yet. Um, You know... The other game people have been outwardly strategic, and I think Sandra is... This is where I think Sandra's kind of got bad luck with this because everyone's been coming after the gamers so hard because they're so strategic and all this stuff. So I don't think Sandra's really had an opportunity Maybe. to play. It's very because possible. It, because that was me, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, if, if Sandra gets too strategic, her name's just going to be the next one in the pot. It's possible. So. And of course, though, you know, I will always root for CT, whether he's doing anything or not. Yeah. CT is my challenge veteran, and I enjoy him watching him no matter what. And I always get beast. I'm always sad when he leaves any of the shows. Right. So I like CT. But I, Peter is growing on me, and so is Bergie. And I thought for sure I was not going to like Bergie at all. In the yeah. first episode, he was like, I was like, what in the world are we doing with <laughs> this Love Island guy? But I think Peter's really taken him under his wing, and I'm liking their gameplay. Yeah. So. And everybody else has been fun, but I was surprised that I'm liking more people than just my original favorites. Yeah. So, well, guys, that is it. That's our episode. That is our episode for tonight. Um, Next Wednesday, we're going to be back with episode seven Mm -hmm. to see if Peter becomes a traitor. Which I'm sure he does. Yeah, there's no doubt that Peter had. He has to. So, yeah. So, we will see you then. And where can they follow us on social media, Lindsay? Well, we got fa- we've got a Facebook page at From Our Couch. We have Instagram at From Our Couch. We have X or Twitter, whichever you like to call it, at From Our Couch, and then TikTok at From Our Couch Podcast. So you can see us in a lot of different places. So be sure to check us out. Leave us a review. Throw out any questions that you may want to see that or like even people that you might we might want to talk to or even things that we might want to watch. Give us some more stuff to watch, and we'll be happy to take those under consideration. So thanks for listening. Bye, Bye, everybody. everybody.